today's podcast, I've spoken to Darren Collins, who is a teacher at the Sittingbourne School in Kent in England. And he sparked my interest on Twitter um, because I'd seen he'd recently picked up an award from Interactive Investor. The award was Personal Finance Teacher of the Year. And he obviously teaches at the, the school. And I wanted to find a bit more about, about him and his advice particularly for pupils and parents around the area of financial education. I hope you enjoy. Hi, Darren. Welcome to Class Futures. Great to have you here. Um, I got in touch with you because you sparked my interest on Twitter. You have been tweeting a lot around financial education for pupils. You won an award this year um, from the Interactive Investor, um, interactiveinvestor.co.uk, Personal Finance Teacher of the Year Award. It really sparked my interest. So I really wanted to sort of get in touch with you. So thank you. Welcome to Class Futures. Thanks for joining us. No, thank you. This is, again, I love speaking about finance and this is a real privilege. So thank you. That's great. So just quickly for our, for our listeners, can you tell us a bit about yourself? What, what are your main passions? What, what do you do? Okay, um, right. This and finance was not my main um, purpose when I was younger, right? So, like all young boys, they want to be footballers, and I started. My main aim was to become a footballer. I played for Norwich City till I was eighteen. A year after that, um, I was released and uh, played for Dagenham Redbridge. Then went to university and did a sports science degree. So that was that was the way forward. Um, and then because I didn't really know, I went into teaching. So I was sports coaching, teaching and all that kind of stuff. And then uh, went into teaching, was like, mm, what do I need to do? I want to stretch myself. Sport wasn't, although I played football, maybe wasn't the thing that I wanted yeah. to teach. And then did um, an MBA. So it took me five years to do that. Uh, but it's very theoretical, uh, which... Again, had its drawbacks, but I'm glad I did the MBA. And then from there, I thought, right, I can work. I can go into the city and earn a six-figure salary and all this kind of stuff. And then, um, so I did that and took me away from teaching. And I found over a three-year period, I really missed it. But in that period, I went to the States and worked in the States for a year as a football coach and did loads of football coaching there. And 2008 was when, when I was coaching. I had to come home. So I was looking for to become a UK citizen, uh, or not US citizen, sorry, and all of a sudden the rug was pulled because uh, the great financial crash, I was a UK citizen looking for a three-year visa. They were not offering that. They had been, but they weren't going to offer it then. So at that stage, I always knew that if I was going to have a problem going forward, because I've gone through a load of roles over those three years, that I had, I would go back to teaching. So I went back into teaching, started as a PE teacher in a school, and uh, that was 2009, and set up a football academy, running all the football academies, and then it was 2015, I'd become head of year 12, and I remember thinking, right, what next? And I really was just like kind of struggling, and uh, it was only, I was teaching maths at the time, but a business teacher came up to me and said, right, we've seen that you've got an MBA on your title, on your, on your CD. <laughs> Defensive teaching business and I went yeah okay why not yeah. and Miss, Mrs Brown who she is um she went well I'm a head of marketing like I'm a real marketing guru and all that stuff um do you want to teach finance and I went yeah okay all right why not I'm not bad with numbers 
and I've got, you know, I just got into investing on my own at that time. And I thought, yeah, I'll give this a go. Mm. Anyway, the first time I looked at the curriculum, my first response was, why didn't I get to taught this? <laughs> then yeah. why yeah. are the students not getting taught more of this? Because uh, it was only, it was business finance and it was like balance sheets and all that stuff. But then when you looked at personal finance, you could see that this really affected the students and potentially go from there. So 2015 was that point. Since then, it's been a snowball effect because I felt, although I'd done all that coaching and football, I could make more of a difference using finance to the whole student population than, you know, a smaller population of people that like to play football. Mm. And that's what's led me to where I am today, if you like. Yeah, fascinating. So, I mean, my first introduction to finance really was economics and that was at A-level and that I found that quite hard to grasp, but I wish I had a bit more grounding around that. So um, what sort of drew you to sort of the, the, the finance sort of syllabus? What sort of stood out? What needed to be changed? Was there new or exciting stuff in there? Or Yeah, well, it was, it was more the stuff like, wow, you can do this with money or the, the power mm. of compounding interest. That's always drawn me. Like mm. uh, Einstein talks about the eighth wonder of the world is compound interest. And it's so true. It's so true because through the power of compounding and knowledge, you can actually make your money work for you. Mm. And that's something that I really push with the students now teaching. So yes, it's, the first and fundamentals is obviously you save. We're all taught how to save money and you put it into a bank account and at the moment is 0.1% interest rates, right? Mm. But at the same time, the, the process of saving is a good discipline to have. And mm. I think that is taken away because people go, oh, it's only 1% or no, 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 you forget the fact that you're still saving the money, right? And the money is in there, but like I said, the thing that drew me massively, and it has ever since, is the power of compounding and that exponential curve that you can get. And obviously, the, the rock star that I, I love to quote all the time is Warren Buffett, yes. who became a billionaire at 50, but, you know, he's, he's, you know, 50, and now he's a, a multi-billionaire at 90-odd. Uh, the, 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 the curve is unbelievable. Yeah, and, yeah. It is. I think, you know, traditionally, uh, my background, I was brought up, yeah, traditionally to think, think about the savings kind of side. Mm. And I think that's, that's still, still the case for a lot of, a lot of people, but this, this idea of compounding interest um, has been relatively no recent to, to myself as well. I mean, the power of um, putting some money away and seeing that invest in itself um, and, and grow. What what is compounding interest? Can you tell tell people a bit more about that? Well, it's yeah, it's it's my, so so. Say for example, you you invest on the S and P five hundred, which is the American stock market of the mm. biggest companies. On average, that increases in growth seven percent per year. So um, in the first year, if you put hundred pounds into the S and P five hundred with that kind of historical data. The following year, that would be 107 pounds, right? So you've grown your money by 107. And people are like, oh, well, that's that's fine, but no, no, no. What you don't understand then is that that 107 pounds, if you don't put any more in there, will grow again, but not by seven pounds, but by seven pounds plus the seven percent of the seven pounds. And again, 
that's small uh, in comparison. But if you keep doing that year on year, plus if you add a hundred pounds per year, that compounds in itself. And all of a sudden you see this layer of money going up. And for those that are going, I still don't quite understand, then get on a graph, put exponential and you'll see the uh, hockey stick curve grow up. Um, and the, the, the big thing that people need to realize where it, it's called dollar cost averaging, but if you just put a hundred pound in each month, something savable, and you put it into something like that, over time, it will compound because prices drop, prices go up in those months. And if you, you know, if you average it out over the time, you'll get the middle price and in that, you'll really feel the benefits of compounding, you know. So, yeah. so what you're saying is through your teaching, um, you can help pupils sort of see this and understand that money can can work, can work. Yeah. And uh, that's where this this subject was the subject that um, got me the interactive investor it, it was the idea and this is what got me the award yeah really interesting yeah. what what was the awards that you entered for interactive investor oh, it's the finance sorry it's financial teacher of the year mm. um secondary financial teacher of the year and uh there's a, there's a story behind that but march i think it was about the 17th of march 2020 before lockdown um i got a chance to teach year 11s in an assembly about compound so compound interest the, the power of compound interest it was who wants to be a millionaire and i i kid you not and i mean i genuinely mean this every 16 year old or well, anyone under the age of 16 can be a millionaire if they have the discipline and if they go about some of the stuff we've just kind of talked about and to, to cut a long story short at the end of the assembly i got a round of applause I and it was like the head of year 11 came to me and went, you know, that was brilliant. That was excellent. I said, they're a really good year group. Did they just always do that? They went, nah. It's just like a round of applause. Well, where did that round of applause? Well, no, they, they just gave you a round of applause. And I was like, and then one or two students came up to me and they were going, that was so inspiring. I know what to do there. And I'm thinking, hang on a minute. We've, we've hooked onto something here. So in June, when we'd fully locked down, uh, the opportunity to do an online um, an online assembly came up to the whole school, and maths did it, LGBTQ, all the matters. So three months in, all the important subjects had gone ahead and done theirs, and uh, it came to business. And the head of business, I don't want to do that. I went, okay, I do. I've got a really really good idea. I want to develop the the compound interest and cover, cover the whole year group, like the 1400 students hmm. so um anyway that i've built an acquaintance with andy craig who is uh, an author of how to own the world and um a, you know real a good friend now actually as a result of this hmm. he also spoke to me in this kind of podcast way and i was able to put this onto the online uh, assembly and then i involved all the year head of years in to give their savings so i did all this and again, real good traction. The students that engaged all got a signed book from Andy Craig. It was, it was all great. And that finished. Then September came, 20, 2020, and Andy Craig gets in touch with me. And he goes, uh, there's an interactive investor financial teacher of the year award going for secondary school. You should go for it. 
I went, are you joking? Oh, yeah. I do, I do really, no chance. Yeah, I haven't got the time, inclination, you know, and all that stuff. And he, and he went, no, 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 think of it as leverage. Think of it as a way of leveraging your message. And I was like, okay. And then I went, oh, I can't, I'm not, as a teacher, I have great intentions, but technically I'm not, the, I would not say there's better, better teachers out there than me, but my intentions and the message is is huge, and I think all the students should get it. And I mm. and I thought I can't put one of my lessons in there, but what I can do, ah, I'll put that online lesson in because that that was pretty big, and yeah. I'd like to think that I've got a good chance. And the other thing was was that the school would get a chance to gain five thousand pounds. So straight away I locked into that, and I was like, yeah, I can I can do that, I can do that, and I'm more than happy to give my time to do that. And here we are you know this is a big part of the reason why we're speaking now is because of, because of that board and you know Indeed. i gained that yeah. in december it was amazing amazing yeah i mean fantastic i mean congratulations well done on that award sounds Thank a great you. great assembly i would have loved to have seen that as well i think it's incredible the reactions when you when you when you hit something with the with the pupils and they they respond to it as mm. well and obviously you have around this idea of compounding in, interest I think a lot of times teachers do, I know myself, we do sometimes undersell ourselves. And actually, we in these in this time of change, we do need to be bold. And, you know, finance is one one area, technology is another area. Um, you know, we're experts at what we do. And I think um, more and more is coming together. Um, what's your kind of message around personal finance to kind of pupils, um as well as their parents right now obviously there are distractions around social media platforms tiktok twitter facebook these get rich schemes what's your kind of message around that darren well the the the, the, my message and i'm gonna be absolutely it's a strap line that i've developed over the last eight months or so is in uh, financial uh financial independence freedom and security and once you start the role of being independent financially, you can sooner or later become free, freer, right? So you can make true choices. And then finally, um, what you should be looking for is security. Now, I know for the, for the kids, really, it's the first two. It's financial independence, financial freedom that they want to be looking for at some point later on in their life, and then uh, the security that comes with looking after their family. So the last bit is definitely for parents. Um, but the big thing with that, as you've just said, with, you know, TikTok and all that kind of stuff, is that takes time. That takes discipline. Mm. That takes um, the rough with the smooth, the ups and the downs. And they're the kind of things that um, students need to probably be made aware of, particularly in this world of TikTok, where you're sold the dream and you're sold, you know, these people that, you know, I've just gained 20 grand in the last two minutes, you can too, is a real problem because, because of the, the internet. The internet as a whole is such a quick, such a quick kind of tool where TikTok is 15 seconds to 60 seconds of media content. Mm. What can you seriously teach in 15 seconds to 60 seconds of content? not much Mm. so as uh someone that does social media or someone that's involved in that they need clickbait they need clicks 
they're not gonna they're not gonna get clicks by telling you how hard it is, how long it takes, and all that. But what they're gonna do is they're gonna get clickbait followers if they say, "Look, this is the twenty grand I've just earned," and you can do it too if you invest in Tesla or whatever. It's an amazing amount of money that you've got, and that's that's the issue that we find ourselves. Finance is a long term thing. If you do it well, it's a long term, and it does reap the benefits. But what TikTok is doing is a real minute aspect is being advertised by doing that. And that's what we've got to be really careful of. Yeah, indeed. Um, definitely, we need to be cautious around that. It's easy to be drawn in by those kind of get rich, kind of quick schemes, isn't it? Um, and it and it does take time. If, if, if for example, someone has 50 pounds or 100 pounds a month or a week, whatever it is, how... How would you do? You have any advice around how they should think about their money, um, rather than spending yeah. straight away? Are there any kind of quick wins yeah. that you can get? No, oh, quick wins. The, the quick win is having the money. In it. I'm lucky because I get the chance to teach like year twelve, year thirteens, and over the course of the year, I get them to teach. I, I teach them, you know, these these areas, and by the end of that first year or the first few months, they've bought into it. Mm. I think, um, well, some of the things that I think would be great is if we could give kids money. Mm. Know, and the furlough scheme is giving money out to a lot of people at the moment. But I think the government could do really, really well by giving students money to just purely invest. And I think that, that would have an unbelievable, a great impact upon the future, future economy. Mm. Because the TikTok thing, is looking for quick wins. So by the very nature is, if say the Tesla example I used before, if you put money into Tesla and you made 20 grand, to make that 20 grand, you need to take it out. So the very nature, if everyone's doing that, the price, the share price of that is gonna go up and down. No wonder they're volatile shares because, oh, that's where the money is. Yeah. Mm. Problem is the kids get in, they buy in at the top, they're wondering why the hell they're not making money because the price drop, the the um, the share price has dropped, and it's it's so low. And it's, it's understanding that. Whereas, if you were to give kids like fifty pounds a month and say, "Look, you've got to invest that, but you cannot take it out for another ten years," they'd think differently. Mm-hmm. They'd think differently. And it's it's as you know, as a teacher, it's about giving students responsibility. Now, I know that's a bit out there, but I think if we could think of things that provide greater responsibility and make it more real, mm. then you'll get students uh, more engaged with it. And, you know, the furlough money has, it just goes to show that there are there is money in the coffers and it doesn't have to be thousands. You know, if you gave, if you gave a student, I don't know, 10 pound a month, 50 pound a month, and you yeah. said you have it for the next 10 years, you'd see a different behavior in them. There's, yeah. there's no two ways about it. No two ways about it. Fascinating. Darren, I'm going to leave it there. I think that's a nice hook to leave it. Um, hopefully we're going to speak again in the future. I think you've, you've also touched upon some potential changes to the syllabus there as well um, around financial education. It's been great to speak to you. Thank you. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Today's podcast with Darren Collins, I think there are six main takeaways. I think the first takeaway is 
personal finance matters. It is really, really important. It is really important that our the future generations know and understand the importance of their finances and um, concepts such as compound interest and the idea of making money work for you is is really important for them to understand that and for, for everyone else for that matter. So that would be the first takeaway. The second takeaway was he mentioned um, a chap called Andrew Craig. Andrew Craig, I've done a bit of digging there. He runs a company called Plain English Finance and he's published a book that uh, Darren talked about called How to Own the World. So do take a look at that. Again, what I'll do is I'll provide a roundup and uh, of all the companies and people mentioned on the podcast and on classfutures.com. So do take a look at that. Um, the third takeaway was his message around um, achieving financial independence, freedom and security. Kind of a nice, nice three words to describe his key message there. Fourthly, um, wow, this is kind of um, really bold, I think, to, to talk about giving pupils money. Now, I set up Plus Futures really to to talk about and to look at you know what what does the future of learning look like not just in the classroom but outside the class classroom. Understanding your personal finances is really important. But if you're if you're able to to give pupils some money, traditionally it would have been a textbook. They would have get textbooks. Why can't they have have some money? And I'm just just throwing that idea out there. It's quite a, a a fascinating concept I think but giving them responsibility of of that and to see that grow if that's something that we're teaching why can't we show it and that would be kind of a kind of a cool concept I think to to, to suddenly say hey welcome to school you're going to have 10 pounds or 20 pounds or whatever that amount is now I'm not saying that we should be attracting pupils that that way, not not at all. But some sort of incentive there, or some way of backing up your argument, um, backing up your proposition, is is quite interesting. And I think what Darren talked about there was wow, that's pretty bold, um, and I really that really struck a chord with me. Um, the fifth takeaway: um, you can change careers if you're listening to this podcast and you're thinking of an idea, or you've always wanted to do try something else. Then I think you can do it. You saw with with Darren, or you heard with Darren that. He used to be a footballer, he went on to do an MBA, um, he became a teacher. Um, you, you can change careers and you can in, invest in, in, in learning other skills and I think that will become more and more common. I think that's important that, that pupils have, have these different skill sets um, or specialise in a certain, certain area as well. So that would be my third take, fifth takeaway. And then finally, my sixth takeaway just really to round off, I did a bit of digging around the Interactive Investor Awards. Um, good news, nominations are open uh, for, for the Personal Finance Teacher Awards. They're open until the 31st of August. So if you know a colleague, if you've got a friend, or if you're listening to this, um, do send them this, this um, podcast link to classfutures.com or um, tweet them the information. Um, nominations, as I said, are open until 31st. Of August, and then I think from that you then put together your um, your award entry. Um, so if you're going for that, good luck with that. You heard from Darren's story that he he was really kind of inspired to go forward for that by Andrew Craig, and I hope you know you're, if you're listening to this, you you'll be inspired to go for it again. Um, I really do hope you've enjoyed the show, and I will catch you next time. Mm-hmm.